Welcome to Culture Crawl ATX Podcast. I'm your co-host, Michael Ward Jr. And this is Donald Scott II. Today, we're going to be discussing a conversation around personal investments, specifically around cryptocurrency, because we know that there's been some, uh, some myths and some uh, uncertainty around uh, any type of Coinbase or any type of um, cryptocurrency for that matter. We want to dive a little bit deeper into what this really means for those that are on the outside looking in. Um, so me, myself, I, I did dabble in cryptocurrency in the, in the early stages. And I say early stages because it was back in 2018, if I remember correctly, when I first okay, heard so about it. it. No, 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 no. <laughs> because I, I wish I was balling, but I didn't listen to one of my good friends, Vinny or Jeremy, the two individuals who got me into trading for that matter. But they are the ones who are like, yeah, they got into Bitcoin and Bitcoin was cents, yeah. right? Cents, mm-hmm. not thousands of thousands mm-hmm. um, but then again the bitcoin is just one aspect of cryptocurrency yeah. right there's so many more that has come so on the scene facets in it yeah some more trustworthy than others so definitely tread lightly but it's another vehicle to generate wealth like anything else we've seen is just one of those vehicles that like yeah you could trade any type of cryptocurrency whether it's a bitcoin whether it's ethereum whether it's litecoin and there's a lot of new ones which I have not followed up with, or you can do other types of of investing on the at least in the market side, right? So there's stocks, there's there's bonds, there's options. All of it is the same mindset, just different regulations and different parameters within them. <clears throat> yeah, I would say um, I put money in the market, but usually I say if I, if I if I'm okay with losing five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. then I'll take that five. And I'll see what's what. I made some money actually back in the day on like Ford stock, mm-hmm. Home Depot stock, uh, a Wells Fargo okay. made me a little bit of money. Actually, you know who else? Tableau made some cash mm-hmm. back in the day. But, you know, that was 2009. <laughs> then Bitcoin has hit the market. And then Bitcoin has become synonymous with cryptocurrency, ledger, and uh, what is it? Um, what's the transaction though? What's the like the overarching joint blockchain blockchain right yeah because yeah, yeah. from a technology perspective we are talking about blockchain from information management yes yeah but then um you know i've been listening uh to the coinbase uh it's like earn some coins if you listen to what this coinbase coin is earn. supposed yeah, to yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. um so now i'm interested but i've heard right through the grapevine and other places and i this is where i i just don't know if I take five hundred dollars mm-hmm. and I give it to Coinbase yep. and I say, "Okay, here's five hundred dollars. Let me get some of that Bitcoin. Let me get some of that uh, BAT. Let me get some of each one of these." Mm-hmm. Then what? I just watch the watch it go up. So it might go down. And then so, what's the ri- what's my risk pattern? So there <laughs> there is multiple uh, there's multiple slices when it comes to cryptocurrencies and investing in them, right? So. So you can be, you can actually take a step back, right? And you could say, I want to earn money in this field. I want to mine. And if you mine cryptocurrency, there are certain cryptocurrencies, right? Uh, these are all, when you talk about Bitcoin, you talk about that, you talk about, you know, um, uh, light, light Litecoin, yeah, Ethereum, Litecoin. Yeah. you talk about Ethereum. Um, there are certain ones that you can mine. And when you're mining them, you can make a, an income or generate that based on using, um, you know, the graphics card in your computer and the electricity at your house. Or you can have these specialized uh, 
miners that are just doing that. All they do is mine cryptocurrencies, right? So that's one facet of it. You could actually make a living, which people do, and they actually have huge businesses where they're making millions of dollars mining cryptocurrencies, okay? Um, but then what you're talking about is more in the realm of the speculation or the investing, right? So as a speculator of any cryptocurrency, um, you might say, I go to Coinbase, right? And, and the way you described it was, was, was great because you were like, I go and I put my money in and then they give me this cryptocurrency back. And then you would do, to use the lingo of the industry, you might, you might have one investment strategy that is to HODL, right? H-O-D-L. You might HODL your cryptocurrencies, right? And if you HODL them, all you're doing is basically holding on to it until it blows. And then they want to yeah. see it go to what they call the moon. So if it goes to the moon, that means that that cryptocurrency blew up, and it went, it and went, went and then you potentially are, and then you are buying Lambos, which is another, it's another thing that's synonymous in the industry with, you know, oh, we hit the Lambo, you know, levels of with our crypto, right? So we buying Lambos left and right, and that, you know, it's it's great and it's dangerous because you know it is very risky. Um, there is a lot of shit out there, for lack of a better word, right? There's a lot of crap out there that if you're not careful. Um, you know, it's the equivalent of say like a penny stock, right? These things could go to zero. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to use it from a speculative speculative perspective, um, and not understand the white papers that go into these things, that don't understand the um, the technology behind them, that don't understand where the team is that's building these cryptocurrencies, to not understand like the technology behind it, you could get robbed, right? There was a huge, uh, there was one called OneCoin. A while back and this you could read about the BBC did a whole special on it um, recently NPR replayed that BBC special and the woman behind that she's now at large and missing right but oh, yeah, at all one the money. point that was like huge the world over and they took people for millions I mean it was mm. like a massive pyramid scheme basically millions of dollars gone right so when it comes to any sort of crypto it helps to be informed get your information right and um before you go diving in and deciding that you want to invest in it. Now, that's the sort of negative. So let me right? let me say this and keep going, but mm-hmm. minorities, I find, miss out on investment opportunities because we are so conservative mm-hmm. relative to the fact that we are one generation removed from broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, for example, I know that we don't get, and we don't have to pivot yet, but I know we don't necessarily get into real estate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because our generations didn't have the the access to the real estate but now cats are making millions off of land that may have been two thousand dollars back 50, in the day yeah. 1500 years ago mm-hmm. so i saw something maybe you sent it that said uh, minorities are missing out potentially yeah so where would i go to just read up on it like like for example I know if I buy some stocks from Fidelity mm-hmm. or Scott Trade, mm. I don't know if they got acquired or, well, you know, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, mm-hmm. I know that while, yes, I might get my money took, it's not because I gave it to somebody like a dum-dum, mm-hmm. everybody got took. Mm-hmm. But crypto seems like, you know, it's only for a small group of people, and then if you get your money took, you was the one that was stupid. Well, that's so, how that's how the narrative plays. I mean, right now it's just in its early days, right? We in the we in the wild west days of mm. California's gold rush period right now with crypto, right? And that's the problem is that that's why you need the information. You have to go and seek it out. Whereas you're talking about stocks and investments that have been around for ages. 
they're providing this service to you. Now, you talked about Coinbase. Coinbase is, for all intents and purposes, very similar to one of those other, you know, brokerages, right? Coinbase is an exchange, right? It's a crypto exchange. Very popular. It's actually the most probably popular one in the United States. It's most safe. From uh, if they have something, their 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 coins that they're listing. They're listing it. They have done thorough vetting of that coin. Mm-hmm. So what that means is that um, nothing is 100% safe when it comes to right, crypto, right, right. right? That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to drive home. But, with any investment. With any investment. Any investment. Right? investment. Right? That's yeah. true, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's what be it real. Is. You could be investing in real estate. You could be investing right. in real estate. Right. Like, yeah, the the bubble something. pops. Yeah. There's right. always something right around the corner that could just take everything from you if you're not wise and smart and playing your, playing your cards right and especially right. so diversify these bonds exactly right. <laughs> so you want to diversify but you are right in that yeah coinbase is a great one because they are they do a lot of due diligence they are they are very much backed by some big names and players in the mm-hmm. in, in other industries right and then you get VC money that is powering them, and so they're they're huge. They're like one. Of, they're the biggest one. You like Kraken as well. Kraken is great. Kraken is more like if you want to do like kind of get into day trading, right? Yeah. In, inside of it. Now that's advanced. Yeah. Let's say that's advanced, right? If you're just starting out, Coinbase is great, and Coinbase has an offering that is that can. It's not as uh, advanced as Kraken's offering for day trading, but. Um, they call it Coinbase Pro. Something like, like someone like myself, we might I might use something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Coinbase Pro. And Coinbase Pro basically allows you to see the see the nice charts, get your trading views, and you could um, you know you could trade at large. And the fees are they're respective of the fact that you're not just like buying it from uh, some other individual. You're actually going in and making the market happen. So they're, they're, the fees are different. The fee structure is different mm-hmm. that way, right? Um, now. Um, in terms of you know people of color missing out mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm. for real for real like i mean in terms of like who even started with the mining of this stuff who was started it in asia with, what was it in asia where it started the mining no 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 so it started it's hard to say exactly okay. yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it started where where bitcoin originated right but let's just say for all intents it started either in the U.S. or in China, yeah, but but I mean, you look at these other countries and you look at people that do have uh, uh, funds available from you know whatever previous investments that they had, and they're able to capitalize on that to then dive into this industry early on, mm. and then they're making boatloads of money on the other side. For instance, the founders of one of these cryptos, called Tezos, they were some you know. Not wealthy, but well off, you know, to do, I want to say kids. They weren't kids when they started the business. They were younger, though. They were in their early 20s, right? And started Tezos. Um, Now, they went through all sorts of drama, but when they did what was called their coin offering, right, back in the day, they almost raised almost something in the realm of, like, $200 million. Hmm. Like that, right? That was a coin raise. And now now Tezos is worth, like, way more than that, right? Um, Today, and... You know, they're sitting on however much they're sitting on. But the fact is that, you know, you're not seeing a lot of people of color that are diving in, that are saying, I'm going to create a coin that's going to do something and then blow up. You know, you're not seeing that in the industry right now. So what I actually want to dive into is the creating of the coin and the mining. Because I'm always looking for ways to not be a consumer, but a supplier. And if you're a supplier, you're in the game a lot longer. You see more, you see more returns, higher margins, right? Mm. So then, to to comment on yes, 
the reason why people of color are missing out is lack of exposure mm -hmm. and lack of understanding. Mm -hmm. That's with mm -hmm. any type of yeah, investment right. vehicle. Mm -hmm. It just so happens cryptocurrency is like the newest one, the most attractive yeah, one, right? Well. <laughs> but it's the same thing with real estate. It's the same thing mm -hmm. with regular yeah. trading in the, in the stock market today. Um, and it's the same thing we see in cryptocurrency. So how can we educate our people not necessarily on the trading side because that just comes with education right yeah. but really on the mining side and creating of the coin to start leveraging that type of the industry or guess leveraging that side of the industry so my take on that as someone who has dabbled in mine <laughs> um is that it is um that's the tricky one i don't know the there's there's resources available you have to have you have to the problem is that it's twofold. It's not just a matter of information at that point. Mm -hmm. The actual cost to start mining and to mine at a scale where it makes sense and to actually have it be profitable and that you, you can run that in the long term, um, that's where I think the challenges are for mm -hmm. many people of color. You know, you, your electricity bill, it skyrockets when you start mining, right? That's just one aspect of your mining business. But there's also the actual equipment that you need to be competitive to stay in this industry. Specifically, let's talk about Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin, if you wanna mine Bitcoin today, you need what's called, um, you could try it with what they used to use, which is like old GPU miners, which is something that you find in your, your computer, a graphics card. Uh, way back in the day, it was your CPU, right? Um, but nowadays, what you really need is something called an ASIC miner. A what? An ASIC miner. ASIC miner. All right. Yeah. And an ASIC miner, basically, uh, you know, boiling that down, it's a, uh, a fancy way of saying that it is made to do one thing and do it really well. Mm -hmm. And so what is happening now is that these become like the pickaxes for the mining industry, especially for Bitcoin. And you know, if you have your pickaxe, everyone wants the best pickaxe. So they're all hustling out to buy these miners and they go up in price immediately. They sell out immediately. The newest ones, the best ones that can produce the most, selling out. So what chance do you have if you you know can't scrape together? And, and mind you, each one of these little ASIC miners, they can cost $2,000 one, right? 2,000, you might not get a return on investment on that. You might need to scale up and go to a place where electricity is so low and then you have like 30 of these things, right? And now you're talking, okay, well now I'm putting out like a million a day maybe in, in Bitcoin. <laughs> so then maybe, maybe I'll start to see a return on investment because I can pay down these yeah. miners that I bought and then, you know, and my electricity is so low that that's not cutting away at my expenses. So mining is, is, a, is a tricky avenue. You learn a lot by doing mining. Um, I honestly don't know that it's 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 necessarily if you're just in it for the investment perspective i don't know that it's the best avenue to start in but it's a great way to learn yeah, because sure. you then are exposed to the community and the community is they're raw they're like yeah, you learn real quick they, from they the support community. you yeah. they support you they break you down but they also support you, you know like real quick so that's what's great about um, crypto in general is that it's early days still still mm. and so you get this community that is very anxious to support and help um to see other people succeed they do want to win they do want to you know win in their own way but they do want to support other people and they're winning too so what about creating your own coin 
creating your own coin, now that's a tricky one, right? So then I would, I would say that you only want to do that if you have heavy technical knowledge, right? Um, that you have, um, you likely at this point would need some level, some way of raising capital. Um, so the community is very popular to try to do these initial coin offers. Now, if you're not careful, you can run into trouble with the SEC. <laughs> you can end up in jail, right? Or getting fined. So, um, if you want to create your coin, these are avenues you could take. Now, you could just create a coin, and then if you were to give it out for free and not raise capital behind it, that's less risky, right? You're less, you're less, less likely to run into trouble with the SEC, right? Mm -hmm. But as soon as it starts being traded, you're, you're, you're being watched, right? Yeah. You're, you're, they're going to they're gonna start uh, looking at your coin and go, wait, wait a second, is this a stock? Like, are you offering stock in mm. your company, right? You know, you're not necessarily, but is that what it looks like? And then you're, you might be under some level of uh, scrutiny. Um, but there is a high level of uh, technical acumen that you need if you're going to embark on creating one from scratch. Because, you know, you look at some of the white papers for these things. These are smart people. Yeah, because yeah, they're building are, it on are, top of blockchain. Exactly. Right, and yeah, what, yeah, right. exactly. And that's why and then, we don't even use the word blockchain. Because it's so technical. Cats be like, no, no, no. Bitcoin, cool. I can get that. <laughs> blockchain, no. You know. Well, that's what makes it... Ironically, that is what gives it its power, though, is the blockchain. Yeah. And there's different ones, right? But, like, the fact that um, there's this uh, distributed ledger, right? Mm -hmm. That's the water to blockchain distributed. We all see it. It's all out in the open. Mm -hmm. And Everyone it's knows. verified so, by everybody in the community. I send you money. I send you $20. Michael over here, he's going to see that. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, you just sent him $20. There's no way for me to hide right. that. Now, I, I saw on Coinbase, they have a private Zcash there are Zcash private coins. Private? Yeah, Something now see, like that. that's the thing. There okay. are private coins, and those are different, but there's still ways for you and I to say, okay, we agree that I sent you 20, you got 20 okay. within that that uh, that, that blockchain, that, that ecosystem, right? Yeah, because okay. the private ledger just limits who has visibility exactly. to it. It doesn't exactly. mean no one has visibility exactly. to it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's something where it's, it's meant for privacy, and a lot of these people, I mean, you could extrapolate this out and say, like, the, the, the beauty of these digital currencies, we're seeing it now in places like Venezuela, right? Where mm -hmm. their currency was crashing bad. And then they were like, all right, we're going to create potentially this new digital currency to prop up our economy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's going to potentially help us get through the storm. Um, they're not out of it yet, but, you know, it's still something that they're, they're, they're using on, right? And um, so... All I would say is you start with something where you might wanna you might wanna you might wanna <clears throat> get trade, that twenty seven right? cent yeah. coin and then if it goes only give them fifty dollars on it. If your twenty seven cent go to twenty seven dollars, cool. But if you lost fifty dollars, mm -hmm. you won't be too hurt. The, the way I see it for any type of investment, whether it's cryptocurrency for anything, is you automatically have to think you're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's yeah. not not gonna losing, but like losing your money because that will that could happen with regardless of what's going on in the market. You may have like the best setup, like everything could be, you think everything's working on and something else happens, right? And that that's what's <laughs> yeah. going to happen. <laughs> so with that going in, he's like, okay, you know, let me go ahead and it's all about risk management. So regardless of what is it you're you're trading mm -hmm. it's all about risk management so if you only have 200 fine you're gonna risk 200 for this trade if it's 50 if it's a dollar whatever that right, dollar amount right. is start there and grow your account slowly cryptocurrency or trading is not a quick you know you know get get get, get rich quick scheme it's not like that it mm. can happen it can happen in some scenarios 
but that's not what it is. And when you see in that, I would say run for the hills. If someone's offering that, they come out like, oh, oh yeah. I got this new coin. This yeah. is fire. This is fire I coin. I got the hookup. This is yeah, called okay. fire coin. <laughs> right now it's at 20 cents, but tomorrow it's going to be $20. How much you want to give me? <laughs> I would run. I would run fast. So then, what Actually, do you know what? Uh, sorry. <clears throat> One thing that is a good question, too, just thinking about investments in general mm -hmm. is, how do people calculate personally their risk profile? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I may think, and, and this has to do with financial literacy, too. Yeah, right. You know, right. But if I have, if I make $300 a month, Okay, and I know all my bills come out to two fifty a month. Mm -hmm. Do I have five dollars a month to invest, or do I not? Because three hundred is not actually enough to cover emergencies. You know what I mean? Like people don't really think through the yeah. math. Because I'll just say, <clears throat> I be listening to these commercials on the radio, and homeboy selling cars, talking about oh you can get a loan for for some hundred. You can get a car for some amount of money if you bring home $400 a week. <laughs> now, I know what $400 a week looks like. And uh -huh. I also know what groceries look like. Uh -huh. You can't afford a car from this dude on $400 a week based on the math that he set. But he sold it as if $400 a week is enough. Wow. So I feel like people don't really know how to assess their risk because we're being sold risky propositions for things we quote unquote need like transportation. Yeah. yeah. So there's a couple couple things in that one on the pack, right? Because the first is as a community, and I'm talking predominantly communities of color, yeah. is that they are more risk adverse, right? Mm -hmm. So because of that, they don't they're they're less likely to open up about the risky behavior in the first place. Because of oh, this yeah, like right. sense of oh should I be doing this, should I not be doing this? Yeah. So because we, we keep to ourselves, we're not leveraging the resources and expertise that's out there to allow us to make a better business decision about mm. how we should be investing in the first place. Mm. So that's one. Secondly, we don't know our own finances to have that type of conversation yeah, to right. know, hey, you know, are you working on a, on a budget or no? Like, for example, right now we're having lunch. I did eat because I'm saving for my house. So like, so me, so me eating out is just not in the budget anymore. Just like, it's like I'm just not gonna eat out anymore unless I'm with my wife, right? right you know. Right, got it. Other than that, like I'm eating at home at the lunch because I know I need to build a house, and you know, in, in July for next year. Yeah, right. But I've right. done the math about like how much I want to spend out on food, what entertainment look like, what are my bills look like, how much I'm bringing home afterwards, right? I've done that budget, so now I can say, okay, yeah. whatever, whatever is left over. Now I have this is my savings, right? This is savings for a trip, or this is my investment fun we don't have those breakouts within our budget to even yeah. have those type of conversations mm -hmm. so if you're not looking at it from that perspective to know how much you're bringing in and how much you're pushing out well you can't even talk about investing because you're probably not saving right. and if you're probably not saving well we need to recalculate your whole entire finances to make you have a vehicle that you can start to create generational wealth for yourself and you can start now but you gotta have a plan whether yeah. you have whether you make a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars doesn't matter like you can start you just gotta be able to offset some of the expenses if you're not bringing in enough to pay your expenses in the first place. Yeah, budgeting. Yeah. I think, I think that's one of the things that people have gotten away from in general as we've moved towards a debt-based economy, 
functioning on credit cards. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And we don't even teach that in, in our education system. And that's another thing, right? So we're not, we don't have the foundation that is needed in our communities of color. I'm speaking specifically to our community. Is saying that they don't have the foundation that's needed to understand investment opportunities like cryptocurrency because we weren't exposed to it Right, even generic budget. Generically, it's like, no, like, like we, we're missing the basic foundation things that we need. It's like trying to teach someone calculus when they don't know algebra. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? You're, you, good luck with that one. Like, if they don't know their, their, their mathematicians, mathematicians, right? They don't know their <laughs> multiplication. Might as well be, yeah. No, no, they don't know anything. It's like, come on. We need to go back and really allow people to understand these things. Mm-hmm. But what I would say with the cryptocurrency is that we can't be afraid afraid to go into these investment opportunities right, we just yeah. have to go with a well-intentioned plan and predominantly that means going with other people because we're stronger together because yeah. for a lot of times like our our wealth doesn't match up individually we need to yep. come collectively and say okay now let's put in a hundred thousand you know all the hundred of us right hey yeah. let's go ahead and do this yeah. versus you know one person or two people it's like eh, you may need a little bit more people to have the impact that you want to see the returns you want to have and look at it from that point of view. Yeah. Actually, here's a question I have. Um, this is Coinbase specific because I'm probably giving some money. If I put five, if I put fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and it says, and it's cash fifty US. Yeah. Because I've given it to Coinbase, that fifty could disappear if Coinbase goes away. No, 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 no. No, no. Now, see, here's the thing. Yeah, that's why Coin. That's why you want to use something like like you want to use Coinbase right now. Exchanges do disappear they get hacked things happen um there was a big one this was way back when in like 2011 there's one called mount gox mount gox used to be the only one where you could trade uh bitcoin and bitcoin was one of the, the only ones back then um and then they got hacked and uh when they got hacked that was like back then it was like eight million dollars now it's like 800 million dollars worth of crypto that got stolen from them um, and so they went through a whole lawsuit and everything, all this stuff. The dude who was found of that, he was going through all these uh, allegations, blah, blah, blah. But um, Coinbase now is at a place where they have enough cash on hand to basically cover. Oh, okay. Like if something were to happen, mm-hmm. basically. To your right? cash. But, w- yeah. but if, it's in the, if it's a coin, if you converted it to coin, good luck. Well, if you convert it to a coin and it's sitting on the exchange again, it's still being held at Coinbase. Now, okay. in theory, you know, again, any exchange, there's always risks in any of it. Yeah, yeah, right. And especially when you got money out on the exchange, there's risk that someone could get access to your account. Yeah, okay. That's li- that's more realistically what might happen is someone would get access to your account because your your password is password one two three, right? <laughs> right. And then right. they're in, and now they yeah, could okay. drain your account potentially. So they put in a lot of safeguards to block against that, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, you know they're 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 pretty secure. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, Co- Coinbase is so I started with Coinbase and I switched over to Kraken. So like Coinbase is fine. I got no problem with Coinbase. Yeah. If you're gonna start, set up your two um, two factor identification. Make sure you have whatever parameters you want to set up. The more secure it is, the better because you're just protecting yourself. But the moment you have it on the the moment you have it in your account is not on the exchange per se, right? Okay. Yeah. You can have the fifty in cash, just sitting in cash. The moment you convert it and then now you're trading, and now it's on the exchange. But you can hold it there as long as you want to until you're ready to then convert it over to any type of coin. 
and you don't have to do a full conversion. You could do conversions of like part or pieces of a coin as yeah. well. And you could do that for a majority of all the coins unless yeah. there's some restrictions on That's it. That's the difference. I have um <clears throat> I have Robin Hood yeah. for yeah. uh yeah. stocks. So, yeah. And um but on Robin Hood you I can convert you cannot um buy portions. Looks like you have to buy the full thing. Although they are just now starting to roll out of stocks. Um well you, you can trade Bitcoin on Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't see how you could just give them five. I want five dollars of Bitcoin. You'll be able to. I never played with Robin Hood, but yeah. I know like Square has an app called Cash App where you can do that too. You can do five dollars, ten dollars, twenty, whatever. Of Bitcoin. Portion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should be able to yeah. do it. And, and you can invest system. in Cash App. With Cash App, you can do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got Cash App. So Cash App is also integrated with Coinbase, if I remember correctly. Coinbase oh, or Venmo, one yeah. of them is. Um, but with the, um, with the, you were saying with the Coinbase. So when I get money, I can convert it to Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do anything. Yeah, yeah. Once you start once making you people pay that. rent in Bitcoin. <laughs> I mean, it's That's not a horrible idea, you know. I'm just saying. So what you can uh, do then at that point is... Um, you could then take the Bitcoin, that's when it's digital, right? And now you could send it somewhere else. So mm. at that point, that's where you go to the next level where I say, if you know you're gonna be trading with, let's say you got your 50, right? And you say, all right, well, I'm gonna trade with 25, right? $25, not, yeah, yeah. not Bitcoin, right? <laughs> right, right, right. $25, right? And uh, you're gonna trade with that. And the other 25, you're like, I'm gonna hang on to this because I think that this 25 could be 250 right, okay. in a year or two, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna put that somewhere safe. And then what you wanna do is you wanna take that off of the exchange, you wanna put it in something called a hardware wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, or basically they call them offline wallets. The terms in the industry might be like cold storage. Yeah. So you wanna move it off of the exchange. wherever it is, the exchange, and put it somewhere safe like that because then, that's not connected to the internet. There's less likely risk that someone can come along and hack your account, get that money, or hack Coinbase, get that money. Hack, again, hacking Coinbase is gonna be pretty challenging. Yeah. But if it were to happen, you know, you're you're, you're covered more in that way. Okay. Um, and then on, then what you have is a hardware device. You have to store that somewhere and keep it safe. But you know, and that's where you get it. There's a nuance there because some people if they they get robbed at gunpoint for their hardware wallets, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's probably they, good business making integrated, fun-looking hardware wallet. Yeah, right. You keep it. You keep it. You know, some people will open up a, um, a safety deposit box at your bank. Yeah, yeah. Go put it in there, mm-hmm. and you know it's safe. Like no one's getting it but you, right? Right. So that's another avenue you could do. It, it gets very. Um, you could get crazy with the way that you keep your money secure. Yeah. What's so, the time on it? Yeah, we're almost done. I'm gonna say one last thing and okay, we can go ahead and close okay, out. Um, but like, so that's the good thing about like digital currency right now, right? Because now we're not just saying cryptocurrency. Now mm. we're saying digital currency. Yeah. So it literally is digital cash. Like it, it's, yeah. that's what it is. So now you're able to leverage it as such. You could use it to pay bills. You could transfer somebody, right? You could send it as a gift. Now you're using it anyway. Mm. Anywhere you use funds today, now you're able to do it with more efficiency and be able to track it from start to finish if you want to, right? You have the ability. What if you send somebody Bitcoin who can't use... Okay, let's say you you have Cash App, but you don't have Coinbase. Mm And I send you five Bitcoin. Yeah. So now I got Bitcoin. I need some type of system to convert it. I'm gonna yeah. have to go with somebody to convert it. Cash if if I that? want to convert it, I don't think Cash could convert the Bitcoin to cash. I think it'll keep it as as the Bitcoin, and, Bitcoin. and you have to go to an exchange to exchange it. 
So then you would have to register your Bitcoin on Coinbase to convert it to cash. Coinbase or something like, something like Coinbase, but I, I'm yeah, not 100% yeah. sure about that. He's going to double check. I think, I, think you can, I think you can with Cash App. I think you can convert it. I think they do have a conversion. You're just oh, okay. gonna probably pay a fee. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. It's always a converting fee. Like yeah. Credit card. Yeah. Right. You're gonna pay a fee. So on something. if Cash App allows you yes. to convert, mm. yeah, but it allows you to buy and sell. Okay, so yeah, so, so yeah, so then there you go. So now yeah. it's taking you out of the exchange. Now you just, just go into like a um, what's it called? And you go into a. Uh, like a foreign exchange spot. It's just now you're just exchanging currency now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so now yeah. now you're going out of the exchange and you're saying, hey, can you just do, can you just exchange this currency for me from Bitcoin to cash? And usually with that, it's more you're paying a higher fee. Yeah, yeah. Than yeah. doing it through Coinbase because it'll yeah. be cheaper there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Comments, questions, concerns. I'm about to go throw my money in the garbage. All right. So, <laughs> so we are gonna close out of Culture Crawl ATX podcast. Um, if you were listening, we pretty much said you know any investment's a good investment. <laughs> you just gotta make sure you know what you're doing before you get in. All right. Hey, comment, share. Oh, wait, 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 no, wait, no, no. All right. Assume you're gonna lose your money. There it is. Hey, thanks for listening, yeah. y'all. Bye. <laughs>